2: Join me on season three of mini questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
0: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast.
3: Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on
0: Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up
3: with you? Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. TJ, I'm Doug. Welcome in. Great third hour of the show. Andrew Brandt will join us. We'll ask him, uh, a guy who negotiated contracts in both Philly and in Green Bay, about Lamar Jackson. What we've heard is, there'll be no negotiations once the season starts, plus Tom Brady taking some personal time right in the middle of the training camp. How does that... How does that play out for the Bucks this season? Intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member is waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. TJ, uh flats or drum drum drumlets. What do you which what, what's your flavor with uh with hot wings? My flavor, I like lemon pepper. I mean, not flavor, but like Which you, one? Like do you do you freak out? Do you like oh, nah, man, all that all one?
4: Nah, I don't care. But if but I But if
3: there's a disproportionate number of one, does it set you off a little bit like, man, I need some
4: winglets here. I gotta Yeah, look. I would prefer flats. Yeah. I would prefer the flats. Nah, I'm not. I wait, don't wait, what, why why well, hold nah. on? When did be- people become anti ranchites? Listen, you know what? My wife just it's funny, just the other day she had some buffalo wings and she was dipping it in ranch. And I'm like, when'd you start doing I don't do that. I don't want ranch with much I don't do that type of stuff like oh, that. Wait, why is, is ranch a bad thing? Like, is is it, ranch is ranch like if, is, I, is ranch a,
3: like like
4: uh, like having cargo shorts? Like, it, <laughs> it, hey, it, it's given up when it comes to me and eating. Like, I'm such a picky eater. Like, when I eat a salad, like I put so little dressing, I might as well just eat the salad with no dressing. I like to. I like mine. Uh, I, I I like my I like, I like mine to, to be drowning my, if it's good dressing like my my oh, wife know, does right. that like I'm I'm good dressing yeah I, it's fattening and so if I'm eat a lot of fat I'm gonna just eat some ice cream something that's really good. Well the fats are not I'm actually, eating some the ice fat cream. Are
3: actually the same. It depends on what kind of dressing you're Like if you're having
4: Oh, uh, only only dressing I use is ranch. Very little. Okay, wait, it's wait, a, so, drizzle, so wait, a drizzle. A drizzle of wait. it.
3: Well hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hitting the <laughs> Hitting the brakes, okay? Yeah. It's okay to put ranch on your salad, but it's not okay
4: to dip your wings in ranch? No, because I grew up just eating buffalo wings or lemon pepper, and then all of a sudden people start dipping ranch. I'm like, I'm not doing that. No, well,
3: there's always the choice of blue cheese or or ranch.
4: I'm not I, doing I just, either one. I can't
3: get down with blue cheese. I was listening to Jonas Knox this morning talk about how blue cheese is somehow like makes him a higher level of creature on this earth. I'm like, I just... I'm not a blue cheese guy. Just, I, I don't I'm not know really a ran, I'm not really a, a ranch guy per se. Like back in college, you used to put ranch on everything, right? Ranch on mashed potatoes, amazing. Ranch, just ranch to dip in. Ranch is crazy. So I'm kind of over it because I do, I like the dry the dry toppings on my wings, like the chipotle okay, barbecue I can dig that. dry. Yeah,
4: if it's, the, yeah I the, like the, that. The Cajun yeah, dry, yeah.
3: the lemon peppers dry, the salt and vinegar is dry. I like my my dry, but if I am going to get down with some 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 Buffalo style wings, I want to have some ranch to kind of cool that sucker off. But
4: and I will say this, I eat wings, but I'm I'm not a wing connoisseur? Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I I'm am really not. So but how many times during football season? Will I eat wings? Will you have wings? Now that I'm a spectator? Yeah. Uh not often. Three times, maybe. Three times? Maybe.
3: Okay, so like on a Sunday, if I go over to the Ho house, okay, what is and
4: and you're like, yo man, Sit down, watch the game oh if i have sealed. if I have somebody coming over, yes. I'll have some pizza and some wings, but if I'm by myself, nothing, I'll eat some fruit, yeah, like Doug, so coming in this morning, right, Doug shoots us a text message, uh, anybody needs some Starbucks? I've never had starbucks i've never i I've never it's had like starbucks. smoking, don't start because i've, you can't ne- really I've stop. never I've never had it, and so I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And so it's just like when it comes to like things that people think are normal, like I don't even know what's star- my wife and them go to Starbucks. I'm like, Starbucks is so expensive. Would you guys stop going there? It costs so much no my let's let us let us listen to so my dude I will n- normally i'm I don't get up really early. I probably wake up about eight o'clock every day now that my kids are going to be going to school early yeah, earlier but I don't eat. A meal before noon ever. I, I don't I don't like to eat early either. But, Only but time I eat breakfast is when, something. I'm on, you do. when I'm on I drink a bottle of water. Okay. That's Only it? time I eat breakfast is when I'm on vacation. That's it. If I'm at home, I don't eat breakfast. I never eat before noon, ever. So
3: I can't ask you pancakes or waffles. I like that one you can't? Yeah. When I'm on vacation, I get French
4: toast. But I... if I gotta choose between pancakes and waffles, yes. I'm cool with either one. I'm cool with even some, very, scramb- some scrambled eggs, and some turkey
3: bacon. I'm good. You're very, very. You're being very difficult. T.J. to joining me. I'm Doug Gottlieb. But Doug, you we're, look good, though. Like you look no, like you work out every day. So you, you, you I, eat I, right. I, I do eat right, and I don't eat pancakes or waffles. But if I'm forced to choose, I choose waffles. Yeah, I'm
4: going with. I'm going with either one. I, I don't. I could care less. Okay. Yeah, I, he on that yeah, M drive. <laughs> but I'll also do the like the the wings. We'll have wings.
3: We're like a once a week wings when me and my dude will go have watch games we i got to strategically plan it though it's like hey man we can't go on to go we can't go eat wings on like a monday and there's just baseball or like a tuesday and there's just baseball on tv like mm-mm, no that's not wing eating sort of thing when you got a bunch of baseball games so now on. you can really get into it because football back. correct so now you're good correct now you can go thursday with thursday night football plus you got college football on Thursday. Friday, you got some college games. Saturday or
4: Sunday is abs- absolutely, you can just park yourself and, and eat far Yeah, it ain't nothing eat. like when college football starts. Now, you pretty much got a game on every day with the exception of probably Tuesday and Wednesday. Yes. Love it. Yes,
3: yes. 11 more sleeps, by the way, till college football kicks off week zero. Deshaun Watson played on Friday.
4: Played what? Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you ask Deshaun Watson, he'll probably say he didn't play well. And, and so his caliber of player... I would say a little less than okay. Here's
3: Deshaun Watson. He actually um, uh, he actually had some comments before the game. Here's Deshaun before his first preseason appearance in a Browns uniform.
4: I want to say that I'm truly sorry to all the women that I've impacted in this situation. Um, my decisions that I made and my life that put me in this position, I would definitely like to have back. But I want to continue to move forward and grow and
3: learn and, and show that You know, I am a a true person of of character, and I want to
4: keep pushing for it.
3: What do you think of him uh, agreeing to to talk
4: before the game? Deshaun Watson, he – and I don't know him. I've met him, uh, but never really had in-depth conversation. He just seems like he's a nice dude. He just seems like his personality is real chill, real calm. Um, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you a quick background. Okay. So when I
3: when this all came out, I have two two GMs and one director uh, player personnel that I like to text on stuff. And they're they're not same football families, right? Because same football families always kind of share the same opinion. Same opinion, opinion right? yeah. Right. So I was like, Did did you know anything about this with Deshaun? And they're like, We didn't obviously draft him, but literally Nothing in his background would tell you anything of the kind. Like perfect background check. So I, I don't think to read on him is wrong. But again, that's that's all part of why it feels like he's such a phony. When like he's generally seen as soft spoken, he has this. Uh, the, the he was he was considered like at the level of Jesus in terms of. His, uh, how great he was on and off the field when he's at Clemson, right? He just had this aura and kind of persona of him. And then, you know, you got 60 different massage therapists and, you know, half of them saying you did something you shouldn't have done. Like that part is crazy, but this is the first any sort of remorseful comment we've heard from him, right? Cause before it was like, I didn't do nothing. I don't know what anybody's talking about. Now it's, Hey, if you know something went wrong, whatever I I apologize for it. So it's obviously a a turn, and my guess would be all of the things that he said are uh, are things that have been told for him to say by a lawyer, right?
4: Because nobody, you don't go to that big a switch that quickly. I, I don't know. I'm not gonna speculate and say you know he was told to say this or or do that. But at some point, you you got to come to grips in reality of what is taking place, what is transpired, what is going on. Either you don't feel you did anything wrong or if you feel like I offended you, I'm sorry for that because that wasn't my intentions And Whether he feels that way or not, we'll never know. Because if he's told to said, then do you truly feel that way? You just hope. One, he's sincere Mm -hmm. Two, the women that were impacted, that they're able to move forward. And it doesn't scar them permanently. And everybody can move on. Um, As normal as possible, considering what has taken place. But Deshaun Watson, the football player, is did he play well? Didn't play much. Hadn't played football in a long time. And that's what people don't understand is you can practice, practice, practice until that game starts. And even though it's a preseason game, it's different. And I'm sure things were weighing on him. It probably felt good for him to say that publicly because he probably can feel like, ah, I can exhale now. I can breathe and try to move forward. Here's uh, his guard,
3: Joe uh, Batonio, uh, talking about the booze and the chance that came from the crowd when he played in
0: Jacksonville. I think once Deshaun came out of the game, we got booed less, um, but uh, but you go to a road game, I mean, they boo you anyway, you know what I mean? So so we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm sure it, it, it seems like uh, more than ever, you know, Cleveland against the world, so we'll be ready for
3: it. Yeah, I don't know if it's more than ever Cleveland against the world. You have to also factor in that in that part of the country, traditionally, Deshaun Watson would be super, super popular, right? Like he's from the South, he won a national championship in the South, he's a star and i'm I'm sure it it hurts a little bit more to walk out you know and you're playing jacksonville and that's that's how you're that's how you're treated and i I can't remember
4: a guy getting booed in a preseason game that's the key fans don't care enough about the preseason to boo you during a preseason, but when you're in the news and you put yourself in that type of situation, that's what comes with it he's going to have to have thick skin because it's going to happen regularly. He's going to have to ignore it. He's going to have to play well. If he plays well, it will stop. The Browns, and he made it. Oh, we're probably going with Cleveland against everybody now. No, the regular season hasn't even started. This is going to be interesting. Nobody's talked about this. What happens regular season when he comes back, or whenever it is, and you got the fans in the front row behind the bench really just going and going and going at him, a la the NBA and how they were having fans removed. Because everybody's human, whether it's Deshaun Watson or it's somebody else on the Cleveland Browns. If some fan is just going at him, somebody going to get up and say something. Will he get removed? Like they were doing in the NBA? I don't know, because... Man, how Marcus Peters tried to rush up in the uh, stands because of fan. Sure. What happens if it gets to that point? Wait,
3: you you, you think fan behavior would be bad? No, n- no, that never. It's
4: going they're gonna be. It's gonna get to that point, right? Deshaun Watson, because of what is going on and what is taking place, he won't do that. One of his teammates is going to come to his defense and do that. What happens?
3: I don't know. I'm like I. I feel like that's the last of anybody's words. Well, they need to try to. They need to be proactive instead of reactive because that's going to take place. Can you have a successful season if you only have your quarter star quarterback for the last
4: five games? If your backup is uh, plays out of his mind, so the answer to that is probably no. Probably no. But the way the contract is structured. They kind of planned for this. They thought that this would happen. And so their season is not going to be what they expected. If you're somewhat a vet on that team, you're like, ah, oh, waste a season. But they can start to plan for next year already because that's basically what's going to take. Unless the defense is out of this world and that offensive line is dominating in the run game it's gonna be a tough season
3: Uh, we'll we'll find out more on on uh on contractually what what these suspensions potential suspensions could mean we still don't have word on what it'll be with Deshaun apparently you go back to last week that his camp offered up eight games five million dollar fine that the NFL said no thanks And then last time, before the actual ruling came down of six games, um, the NFL was at 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 twelve games. We'll see if that deal is still go to ten. Let's see if that deal is still is still viable. Andrew Brandt joins us coming up next. He's a former NFL team executive. We'll ask him about Lamar Jackson's contract dispute. We'll ask him about Tom Brady taking two weeks away in the middle of training camp. We ever seen anything like that? That's coming up next in the Dan Patrick Show.
0: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events.
6: Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
2: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver.
3: T.J. Oshmanzada, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan the the That's Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. And um, Andrew Brandt's set to join us, of course. He's a former NFL team executive host of the Business of Sports podcast. He writes a column for SI.com, his Sunday 7 newsletter. You can find on his social media page, at Andrew Brandt. Andrew, thanks so much for, for joining us. Um, I'm wondering about, so Lamar Jackson and the, the Ravens, they both basically... The Ravens aren't going to negotiate midseason. And they've said... And Lamar's let, let it out. Hey, we're not going to negotiate once the season starts. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, look. On, on the surface, usually you get a dollar more than the guy before you. He's actually more accomplished, healthier, and no off-the-field baggage than Deshaun Watson. And I know that's an outlier contract. But where... Where do you think they ultimately land between that and like a Kyler Murray sort of deal?
7: Yeah. Hey guys. And I, I've been that guy on the other side of that. And I've kind of been ambivalent about it in terms of negotiating only before the season or during the season or after the season. Hey, if players came to me and said, I want to, I don't want to negotiate during the season. Fine. If players came to me and said, I'm not going to talk about it, but my agent is fine. It, it from a team perspective, whatever you want, but it doesn't change the negotiation process. So the Ravens have a plan. We don't know what it is. But in my mind, if it was, hey, we're just going to give you Deshaun Watson's deal and maybe 100000 more, that would be done. Agent, no agent, doesn't matter. That has to be done. So my reading of the situation is they're not doing that. And they're trying to fall in line with the recent two contracts since Watson, Derek Carr and Kyler Murray, both of which have very good cash flow. I mean, there are a hundred million and hundred and five million over three years, which I think is very good, but they don't have guarantees. They don't have bonus protections like Watson, which again makes so many people like me just shake their head at what, what they did there. So, it's really up to the Ravens, and I would think, if they've offered anything like Watson, he's got to take it, but I'm guessing they haven't.
4: Because you've done this before. What is your ceiling if you're the Baltimore Ravens and you're negotiating Lamar Jackson's contract? What what What's your ceiling?
7: <laughs> it's a loaded question because they should, I'm looking at just from a business point of view they should accept the market now they're going to argue that watson's an outlier because he was essentially a free agent and the saints and falcons bid up the price now you're asking a good question because from jackson's point of view that's all bs screw it you know watson's the market blah 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 from the team point of view is we're going to try as hard as we can not to be held to that outlier standard and we're going to negotiate off kyler murray um this is where the rubber meets the road can the ravens solve this problem with money in other words give them 110 million over three years and not have the future guarantees that's probably where this ends up but if i'm jackson i'm fighting for those future guarantees
3: um have you ever heard of anything like the Tom Brady thing where apparently this was like a pre-negotiated, hey, I'm going to take a little sabbatical mid-training camp?
7: Yes, for a weekend, or yes, for two or three days, but not for 10 days, no. I mean, we can all say the obvious point, which is if anyone in footballs earned that, it's him, and what are we questioning it for? But it does seem odd. And it's going to invite speculation unless they just say it's just exactly that. It's it's R and R. It's hard to believe it's R and R because, as everyone knows, you get you get R and R for six months before training camp. So, uh, yeah, it does invite speculation. I've never seen anything like it.
4: How, how, how do you think the Bucks start the season? First quarter of the season? I guess you can't even call it the first quarter. They go Cowboys. Saints, Packers, Chiefs, if they don't start well, will this be a topic of conversation?
7: Well, I think Brady's going to be fine. Uh, As you know, their real problems are now interior line. With the injury to the center, they're going to play a rookie there. They've they've lost uh, Marpet to retirement Can they keep them upright? You know, if you start to look at the rankings of offensive line, they're really down the list, even though the rankings at quarterback are top. So I think Brady will be fine, vacation or no vacation, but I worry about that schedule with, with these defensive lines coming in. And, you know, when you play the chiefs and Packers and teams like that, it's not just staying upright. You got to score. You got to score a lot of points. So, um, I worry about their team early in the season, yeah.
3: Andrew Brandt joining us. The Business of Sports is his podcast. Of course, uh, you can also get his uh, Sunday uh, 7 newsletter. Follow him on Twitter, at Andrew Brandt. Let me ask you about the Browns, okay? Um, mm. it, Deshaun Watson's going to sit at least half the season, maybe a bit more, maybe the entire season. How does it work if they want to go and get Garoppolo, but they don't want to pay the full freight of his contract for for Garoppolo?
7: Well, if they trade for him, obviously they have to rework the contract. If he's cut and signed, you sign him for whatever you want, because that contract turns to dust, the one he has in San Francisco. Um, let me say this, Doug. I, I don't believe anything about Cleveland and Garoppolo, because this is the obvious point. You know, it's, he's, he's been available for six months. To think that all of a sudden, you know, first of all, the Browns, you know, they'd be stupid to think they were going to have Deshaun Watson any portion of the season beyond a few games. And then they signed Brissett. So I don't know where people are thinking they're going to have this newfound interest in Garoppolo that they haven't had for six months when they signed Watson knowing he was going to be suspended and they signed Brissett. I think it's a really soft market for Garoppolo. And they don't have to cut him until September 12th because the first day of the regular season is when Vets' salaries become guaranteed. So I don't know. I mean, I would think... I read this morning in Peter King <laughs> that he's, you know, he's off on different practice fields. He's not even there when they practice. He's not even on the sideline in the games. I mean they're just they're just hoping and praying they get some kind of trade because otherwise he's just going to be released that's what the way I see it
4: stand with stand with the Niners what what did you think of Trey Lance's play in the first preseason game and how how do you expect this season for uh, Trey Lance as a quarterback
7: well continuing on the Garoppolo thing they they made the bet i mean the, there was no chance this was going to last more than a year in other words the Garoppolo holding the fort down. This is not Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. This is not Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. This was a one-year plan to move to Lance because, you know, the, the amount of resources they went into Lance was just extraordinary. Two number ones, really three number ones. So I just think that he's, he's like a lot of top picks. He's got extraordinary ability, and he's got to be managed and coached. And because they had success last year, and this is the, the blessing and curse, they did have success last year, but they didn't get him in to have growing pains. So now he's going to have those growing pains. And now it's you would predict a lesser season this year for the Niners than they had last year because he's going to go through growing pains that Garoppolo didn't have. Um, I thought he looked good Friday night. I thought Jordan Love looked good Friday night and that's the future in that team. Uh, it's just a matter of getting reps.
3: Well it is interesting though with Jordan Love cuz this is year 3, right? And at yeah. the end of year 3 you got to decide on on year 5. Um, right. and so how does that I mean Len, look, part of it is you cannot pick up the fifth year option and still renegotiate. You know, like you don't you don't have to it doesn't mean you have to cut the guy loose after year 4. But it it is going to be an interesting situation in Green Bay in terms of do they pick up that fifth-year option with Aaron Rodgers still playing.
7: Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about Aaron for a couple years, and I know I'm very involved with this. I, I was right about two years ago where people say he wasn't coming back. I knew he was coming back. I actually was wrong this year. I thought he would move on either to another team or maybe retirement. I now think he'll move on next year. You know, I just think Aaron Rodgers is closer to retirement than most people think, and it goes with his whole feeling about, you know, life is bigger than football and some of the things he's gotten into the past couple of years. So, I and and even if that does manifest during the season, I just think Aaron Rodgers is now extremely respectful of front office. So the Packers will know about Jordan Love before they have to make that option determination. And the way the contract was structured just adds to my feeling. This contract has multiple options. I'm talking about Aaron starting next year, where I look at it as a one-year deal. He's making $42 million this year. I look at it as a one-year deal, and then we'll see. Knowing what we know about Aaron Rodgers – come on there's no commitment past this year and and I think that's true with the packers and if it does happen as i just said Doug this is going to be a replay 3 years of Aaron Rodgers as an apprentice and 3 years of Jordan Love as an apprentice life will repeat itself
4: give me your most overrated team going into the season and your most underrated team going into the season
7: <laughs> um Good question. Wow, you know TJ, I'm not the football guy. I'm the business guy, but <laughs> but I'll jump in. Um, I'm not a fan of the Cardinals at this point. I just think they're overrated. Maybe people don't even have them overrated, but they were so successful early last year. I think, like we talked about, the Bucks offensive line. I think they've got real problems on offensive line. I think Murray uh, has some deficiencies. So I just think they're an overrated team, Uh, underrated, and maybe they're not underrated because there's buzz about them now. But I just think the Eagles have it all this year in terms of positional strengths when they solve the wide receiver problem with Brown. There are obviously questions about Jalen Hurts, but they've got a top five defensive line, a top five offensive line, and some really good parts. So I think they're underrated. I think they're going to make some noise. Mm,
3: all right. Well, they made the playoffs last year. We'll see about Jalen Hurts' ceiling or see if it even matters because the rest of the team is so talented. Andrew, great stuff as always. Appreciate you joining us. and looking forward to your next Sunday 7 newsletter.
7: Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure.
3: All right. That's Andrew Brandt joining us, a former NFL team executive. Oh, whoa. We got a loud, loud hang-up there. Is that you, Jay Stu? That's Exactly what that was. wasn't me. Can I ask you a question, Jason? This is an honest question. Yes. Okay. So, Hoosh, as you know, Jay Stewart also produces the Doug Gottlieb Show, which you can hear uh, in a couple of hours here on Fox Sports Radio, 12 to 3 Pacific Coast time, 3 to 6 East Coast time. And um, two, 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 this is a two-part question. First, the he is a huge Dodger fan. Like, he is a wee Dodger fan. Yep. we. Which I always struggle with, right? Like, man, I didn't see you out there taking ground balls. (laughs) (laughs) I I struggle with that one. But he is a wee Dodger fan. All right, there's two two of them. Let's start with the Padre. Like, we haven't even talked about Fernando Tatis. Man. Bro, Fernando Tatis, who, what is he, is he 23? How old is he? Yeah, 23 sounds good. Okay. He's 23. He's coming back from injury. And he tests positive for for steroids, and he says
4: it's because he's trying to get that ringworm taken care of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get ringworm taken care of. Who prescribed him that? Oh, the doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um. Okay. So your first reaction when the Fernando Tatis story came out was what, Jason Stewart?
0: Um, the Padres find a way to Padre. Um, that's my first reaction. I told you when they were uh, when they secured Juan Soto. Uh, everyone was fired up about that team, but they're going to find a way to lose this thing. Um, not that they could have foreseen this, but something always happens with the Padres that prevents them from winning it. And uh, this is just the, the, the last example of that. So what,
3: what's interesting about these suspensions is now this is very early in his career, very yeah. early in his career. And he has had a bit of an injury problem. But it's it's weird. It's like one of those things that, like, when guys are older and they get caught using, they're like, well, he was older. He's just trying to get back on the field. Now you're 23, and you're like, yeah, you're not trying to get back on the field. Um, How much do you think this, like, in 10 years, if he's a perennial all-star, does this affect
4: him? People will get over it. They'll forget about it. And you just don't think, ah, oh, 23 years old, he's going to. That's guys, when they get in their 30s, like, I got to hold on. I'm still trying to capture or recapture my my glory days type of thing. It's odd. You know, if you did have a ringworm, the doctor that prescribed it, they know what's in there and they know what you can and cannot take. I I just want somebody just one day to say, I I "I made a mistake. I got caught. I'm not going to do it again. Bam. There you go.
3: Okay, so he plays 130 games last year. He hits 42 home runs. Wow! Plays 130 games last year. He hits 42 home runs. Tremendous talent. He's he's an incredible talent. But are we allowed to call
4: that into question? Dude, can you imagine? Like do you if- get caught using steroids the first
3: time you're using steroids.
4: No, 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 no. Just the first time you got caught. Right. No, that's for sure not your first time using them. For okay. sure.
3: Okay. So, do we, do, like, do we, do we, how valid do we think his career is? All of that money, he got a huge, a long term contract extension,
4: right? Like, it calls everything into I, question. I think it's valid, and I'll tell you why. Moving forward, he's going to be tested more than he's ever been tested. If he can't continue to produce at the rate that he has, and right. he's extremely young. You start to question it. I have a hard time thinking he won't continue to play well. He He's too young. Um, and if steroids is a regular thing that he does, when did he start? I mean, you're 23. When do you start? And, and so, I nah, 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 nah. He got a long way to go, though. I mean, you can have a, a good year or two, but you got to stack – Good years upon good years upon good years. You can't just have two or three good years and say, oh, if he continues to do this from, let's say, 24 to 30, he's fine. If he can do what he – in 130 games, you have 42 home runs? thats Guys ain't doing that in two seasons. No, no, no. Listen, I, I understand,
3: okay, but there, there's two parts to it, okay? There's one part to you like, well, he used steroids to help him, so get back in the field. He's been injured a bunch, but – Maybe he's been injured a bunch because he's a steroid dude. The steroid dude's bodies break down. Guy, it's not just not just older guys use steroids. Like the older guys were able to extend their careers using steroids. Like I, that was that that's part of the Barry Bonds thing, which which like doesn't get but discussed now. Enough, would okay? he not be tested more
4: because of this failed test? Is that not how it works? That you get your yeah and he'll subjected be, to and more he'll, testing and, and he'll always be under sus- suspicion and he'll always be under suspicion.
3: It is interesting that like A Rod test positive, he gets caught twice, and he's up. I mean, he's on every major league baseball broadcast. Like, what are we like? So that lets you know it don't matter. I guess that it does. I, I guess it doesn't, but doesn't it? Like, doesn't everybody else
4: watch A Rod and you're like, dude, he's phony. Come on. Was A Rod doing that when he was with the Mariners? I don't know. But again, but question. but again, then he gets back to like, did you did you get caught your first time? But man, tell me, that lineup with Machado, Tatis, and Soto—could you imagine that? That's like Mookie Turner and. Uh, You're gonna have to only imagine it because they won't be on the Freddy. field at all this
3: year. <laughs> you have, have to imagine it. Um, I, I'm, I'm guessing though, Jason, there was a ton of there was actually glee when that came out. You're like, yes,
0: yes, yes. I, I was not concerned, Doug. You know me. I, I've not been concerned. They'll find a way to lose, and this uh, is just the last of it. Dodgers, by the way,
3: ten game winning streak came to an end yesterday. Still, freak outs over the back end of that uh, of that bullpen. Coming up next, what do we make of Trey Lance' um, preseason debut and his performance? We'll get to that next. But first, we have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times in different ways. Now, if you've recently changed jobs or you're considering retirement you're probably thinking about your own version of success and striving to reach your goals. Maybe it's time to start thinking about your investment portfolios and retirement accounts. Retirement is a huge step. And when it comes to investing for retirement, most people can't afford to make mistakes and you shouldn't have to do it alone. For over 130 years, Stiefel financial advisors have helped clients like you create personalized retirement plans. Understand the many options for claiming social security and implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. And that's just the beginning. As a client, you'll have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views, enabling you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Invest in your success. Find a Stiefel financial advisor at stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated Member SIPC and NYSE.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables.
6: Listen
5: to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me,
6: Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
2: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver.
3: Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Who is it singing? I have no idea who's singing. None. <laughs> Do you know? Nah, I don't. I have no idea. Joel, I have no idea who's singing. i just. All right. Uh Doug Gottlieb, TJ Hispanzada join, uh, joining you here. It's uh uh it's the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um Hey, this is uh, from, from Twitter. Hey, Gottlieb Show. What's crazy on Tatis is that the Homer broadcast here in San Diego were commenting on how much bigger he looked before the steroid announcement came out. Well, duh. Hey, he really, like, here's, hey. Here's the thing. He put steroids that time
4: work. in the weight room, huh, Jason? He was in that weight room getting ready for the Dodgers. <laughs> no, so,
3: what, here, here's the thing about, like, like steroids, right? Yes, they, they do help you build, but more than anything, they help it so you don't, like, you don't get tired, fatigue at the same level that you normally get fatigued. So, you can push yourself to a level that you normally you work couldn't. harder longer, correct yeah correct so so, yes, you have to work, but it also helps you with the work, and it does in fact work i remember I remember a little bad company for you, all right, I only know one bad company song, and that's not it <laughs> that's that's not um but uh it's one of those things where. You know, we talk about guys working hard and we, we do, we, we, we make it out the excuses for people are they're older or they're coming back from injury. And it's like, look, dudes use steroids cause they want to get jacked and they want to, they, they want to get to a level they haven't gotten to before. And they do in fact work. That's why guys use them. Bronson Arroyo, I remember he was, he was talking about when he was on steroids, he was like, yeah, I felt like I could jump up and touch the rim with my head. Like those those things work. Like, yeah, they they, they do. That's They're terrible for man. you. I,
4: I didn't but. even take vitamins, Doug, when I played, bro. Like I didn't take like you'd walk by certain guys' lockers and you just see bottle bottle, like 10, 15, 20 bottles of pills. I didn't even take vitamins. Didn't even take vitamins and was eating candy and ice cream every day. I failed myself.
3: <laughs> but think think of what you a, you were able to achieve. But which, which I guess is, should give you like a, a a one and a half, not just a Pro Bowl, but like a one and a half Pro Bowl with I did that eating ice cream every night. Every night, I still do. What kind of ice cream? Cookies and cream. Every night. Almost. You have cookies and cream every night. Um, I didn't. Right, have here's any... the, here's the most important question. I will. You know, here's the I, most not, important not part every, of the question. Not every night. All right, here's the most important question. Do you do the same? Do you do like the because if you go small pint, right? You get the really expensive stuff that's in a pint. That's like, it's now it's like eight nine dollars for the it's for the really, really good ex- stuff. Ex- or expensive. you can get the big
4: tub. Like I don't, get the, I don't, get the big don't, tub. It's like four bucks. Big, like whatever. I don't get the big tub. I will say, let me not. I don't do it every night. I kind I don't even care the brand. To be honest with you, I don't care the brand. I really don't. I I get like cookies and cream, mint chocolate chip, whatever chocolate chip. I'm getting like when I eat it. Like five scoops at a time. But I, ha- I didn't have any ice cream. I haven't had ice cream in like two days because this is what happened. Went to the Bahamas, and I've weighed about 205 to like 212 for like the last 20 years. How much were you? I, came, I come back from the Bahamas. I was eating ice cream every day in the Bahamas. I came back from the Bahamas, and I was like 216. And I was like, damn, I was only in the Bahamas for a week. Oh, I gotta cut this ice cream out. I guess this age is up catching up to me. So then I went like three days without eating ice cream. I got up this morning, I was two or four. It's like okay, back to normal. Okay. So so now are you going back to the ice cream? Or are you nah, nah, cream? nah, nah. I think the age is starting to get to me. So I'll probably eat ice cream about two, three days a week. Now I can't I can't I can't do it every day. I but I don't work out, but maybe once a week. About once a week, so I, I, I'll cut down on ice cream a little bit. But the problem is, it's in my freezer. Like, if you look in my freezer, you think I sold ice cream. Too much. Too much ice cream in the freezer. But I, ice cream and candy, man, it's, it's a problem. It is a problem. It's definitely, definitely an issue.
3: No no question about it. Um, Yeah, you got to try McConnell's. That, that'll that be a problem. Try McConnell's, McConnell's ice, ice cream. Yeah.
4: That sounds like some expensive McConnells. It just sounds expensive. Never is, heard of it.
3: It is some Santa Barbara brand. Um, I did. I never even liked ice cream. And then well, somebody I from McConnells
4: to- is listening, man. Y'all DM me, please. Thank okay. you, okay. McConnells. DM me, thank yeah. you. No, there's there's some Graders is is in Ohio as Graders. Yeah, I used to smash that Graders ice cream.
3: Yes. How did you not have a deal when you're when you're a star with the Bengals or Graders?
4: I was an idiot, Doug. All I cared about was football, man. Like I didn't care about nothing else. I don't smoke. I don't drink. All I cared about was just playing football, and I didn't. And so, yeah, man, just dumb. That's the best way to put it. I, I, I just wasn't aware of things that I should have been aware of, at least outside of football.
3: Stug Gottlieb and uh, and T.J. Hushmanzada in for Dan and the Danettes on the Dan Patrick Show. All right, we didn't solve the Lamar Jackson issue, right? Still got a contract. I. Th- I think it'll be closer to the Kyler
4: Murray deal. You think he should hold out for the Deshaun Watson deal? Yeah, get guaranteed. You got the power. The Ravens have shown that they re-sign their guys when you're a stud. They re-sign you. I will. Uh,
3: I will definitely make sure to to update you because I don't think it gets to that because they don't.
4: He has that total power because they can franchise tag him at the at the end of but, the season. But Shadi's a he. He's a great owner. One of the best in the league. He'll get it done. All
3: right, I'll be back in a couple hours with the Doug Gottlieb with the Doug Gottlieb show
4: for T.J. Hushman's out. I'm Doug. This is the Dan Patrick
0: Show at Bed 365. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar—whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
2: Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
0: More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia
3: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.